everyone. Welcome back to the podcast this week. Hi, guys. Welcome to another week. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, we're almost at the end of January, which is crazy. I can't believe it. It seems like this month has really flown by. Um, and we're in a whole nother year, which is also crazy. But, yeah, it is. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is what it is. But um, thank you guys for joining us last week. Um, the episode that I think I entitled The Parent Dating Trap. <laughs> <laughs> um, where we talked about uh, being a parent and dating and co-parenting and the difficulties of that. And McKinney kind of talked about her experiences with dating mm-hmm. as a parent and all the good things that come with co-parenting. And some of the bad things, but most yeah. of the good things the good, that the come bad with co-parenting. But yeah, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> last week, we also talked in Hot Topics about Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa breaking up, about Kanye moving next door to Kim, and <laughs> Kevin Hart and Tori Hart and their kind of positive co-parenting situation that they have going on. Yeah. Um, in Reading Romance, I talked about uh, If You Love Me, If You Love Something by Jace Ellis, which actually came out today. So I hope you guys pick that up. It is a male-male romance uh, with fake marriage and stuff involved, which is so good. <laughs> I love fake dating, fake marriage tropes. Um, <laughs> and on listening uh, romance, uh, I shouted out the podcast, Learning the Tropes. And I talked about that I was on the Tall, Dark, and Fictional podcast. I hope you all got a chance to listen to that. I had so much fun with Kat and Oh, Jenny. nice. Um, is I have the link up on my uh, link tree if y'all have that as well as there are little snippets of it on my Instagram that link back to their Instagram and you all can check it out so we had some oh, awesome. talking talking romance trash and all this kind of stuff it was so fun and then watching romance we talked a little about safe house with uh, Nicole Ari Parker uh, your mom and my dad with Yvonne Orgy on um, HBO Max and we were looking forward to watching Vanish with Tatiana Ali, which came on over the weekend. We can talk a little bit about that mm-hmm. in our Watching Romance segment. Um, but Yakini, what's going on in the hot topics this week? <laughs> a lot of hot topics, a lot of hot topics, but we're only going to cover a few. I was tickled. I probably shouldn't be tickled, but it tickled me. Jay Ellis, the actor you know that we know as Lawrence. Um, mm-hmm from Insecure which as we know ended you know last season mm-hmm. and so he had shared an Instagram post <laughs> this uh, <laughs> and he said he said good morning to everyone except for the lady that slapped me in the face at the airport because she got mad at Lawrence <laughs> for something <laughs> because she got mad at Lawrence for something he did in season three and that oh just tickled God. me because <laughs> how many seasons was Insecure total before it ended Six. Okay. So that just, I think he said it and with like a very tongue in cheek way. Obviously, that's assault and assault is never funny. I just think that it speaks to how highly, you know, insecure was in our hearts and we really valued oh, the yeah. show and appreciate oh, it. Yeah. It was really a big part of the culture. And I think mm-hmm. he recognizes that. You know, mm-hmm. fans of the show were very emotionally invested in it. And I don't remember exactly what happened in season three and why she was still upset about it. I don't know Maybe either. that was the season that ended with him getting Condola pregnant. I don't know. Um, I don't but it just, so. no, because season three was pretty early. They might have still been on yeah. again, off again, right? 
he was probably yeah. getting, struggling with the, get, finding a job and all that. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. What I think that's when he, when he finally busted down Tasha. I think that's what it was. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that that's, that was just funny to me. So he <laughs> was kind of like, you know, good humored about it. But, you know, hopefully fans understand that he is not Lawrence, he is Jay Ellis. He has since moved on. He's doing other things. I know we'll always see him as that, but you know. <laughs> so anyway, best yeah, wishes yeah. to Jay Ellis. Funny. <laughs> yeah, that was. I can't believe she approached him and did that. I hope that it wasn't a hard crazy slap. Person. Uh, oh man, oh man. It probably was a hard slap if he still remembers it. Jesus, Christ. it must have stung. Yeah, and I'm sure he was shocked more than anything. He probably is used too. to fans approaching him asking for an autograph and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not like not all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So speaking of co-parenting, you know, Chloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson, we don't talk too much about them on here. I try not to bring the Kardashians too much into here, but you know, as you guys may or may not know, you know, Tristan and Chloe do share a three-year-old daughter named True. They've had an on-again, off-again relationship for several years now where he has, you know, been engaged in some infidelities, mostly denying them, sometimes acknowledging them. Um, But in this past year, he did conceive a son you know, during the course of their relationship. Again, the relationship mm. is on again, off again. But he impregnated a woman named Marilee Nichols. And mm. they had a son together. And um, Chloe recently did an interview where she said, you know, I'm really open to, you know, true meeting, you know, her baby brother. Because basically it's not the baby brother's fault. So, mm-hmm. you know, if they need to meet and stuff, that's fine. So I thought it was very big of her. You know, obviously, as children get older, you can't avoid them meeting one another. You know, it's no fault of the children's. And, mm-hmm. you know, True should have a relationship with her sister. And, I mean, with her brother, even though he was conceived, you know, during their relationship. So, but, right. you know, it's, it's like, I think it takes a, a woman who is mature to be able to say that. Because I think a lot of time it's just such a hurtful reminder of, the relationship ending oh, yeah. and fidelity that I think sometimes it is our natural inclination to not want our child to have anything to do with, you know, that sibling conceived mm-hmm. in that way. But, you know, Chloe's kind of taking that high road. Like, look, they're going to meet. It's inevitable. I want her to have a relationship with her brother. It is what it is. So, right. you know, hats right. off to you because that's not easy. Yeah, yeah that's not easy. Like I don't know if I could do that, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Not in the beginning anyway. I certainly mm-hmm. would not want to, you know, but I also have friends and coworkers who were born of situations like that. And mm-hmm. I have a friend who kind of told me, like, he remembers growing up, he, he kind of was conceived through an affair that his mother, who worked at a hospital, had with his father, who at that time was married and had a whole family. And wow. so it was kind of, it was interesting hearing from his perspective, he was always considered and viewed as like the bastard child and like this dirty, dark secret. And he said he remembers calling his dad once because the, the mother did tell him about her dad, his dad. And he said he remembers calling the dad once. And I guess the wife answered and was like really nasty to him. He was like seven or eight and um, said something on the phone like, oh, it's your father's other son or something. And, she, and he hung up the phone 
the mom, you know, she hung up the phone on him. And he remembers being hurt by that, but as an adult understands why. And, to, you know, today he actually has really mm. good close-knit relationships with his half-siblings. It's almost like mm. he's one of, you know, the that his, his I don't know, what, I don't want to say stepmom, because I don't really know what her title is, but his no, father's then wife. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah, he's not, not a wife. Like, like Mariah Carey said, not a stepmom, but exactly. <laughs> she's really nothing. She doesn't really have a role, but she ended up mm -hmm. passing away. So I think that might have made things a little easier in terms of him being able to develop a relationship with his dad and the siblings. So yeah, it's kind of not an easy situation for anyone. So I, I don't know. So yeah, good luck to you, mm. Chloe, um, on mm. that. So, and yeah. so yeah. little mama, as we know, always has an opinion about something. And most recently, <laughs> You know, this lady just stays in controversy. And I like little mama. Sometimes she gets on my nerves, but I think she won me back over um, when she depicted Left Eye in the TLC movie. I said, okay, you know, I like little mama. She, you know, I like her little, her songs are cute, they're poppy, but she went recently on Instagram just preaching and, and, and judging. She decided to post her opinion about why there are so many black women bent over on social media and just kind of overall questioning Jesus. the sexuality. Yeah, just kind of questioning the sexuality that's showcased on social media. And she wanted to know, like, why can't people keep it classy? And so just to kind of talk specifically, let, let me read it. It says, it's so many black women bent over on social media. You would think that shit was a mass mandate. I get it, you grown, but every day though, what day are you classy? Just hanging out with the family, actually working out. Shit is embarrassing. So she said all that and stuff. And, you know, obviously people are entitled to their opinion. I know mm -hmm. she's never been that one to kind of be the sex symbol and be sprawled out and stuff like that. But it just was kind of interesting, you know, because number one, she focused on black women as if we black women are the only ones. Only ones, who were kind of embracing our sexuality and posting ourselves, you know, sexy mm -hmm. or, or bent over, like she said. And I, I definitely say it's safe to say that women of all ethnicities and all races, you know, are on social media and posting sexy photos. You know, if that's what Absolutely. they want to do, they're on TikTok and Instagram and Snap, dancing, twerking, showing off sexy clothing, promoting Fashion Nova and all these places. And, you know, there's a lot of sexualization going on throughout social media. So it just was kind of people were really critical of the fact that she highlighted Black women. Um, and on top of that, people were also kind of like, okay, if you're going to criticize Black women or women in general, showing off their sexuality, as you say, in, a, in an inappropriate way, you also have to kind of criticize the men who are also, who are objectifying women. Kind of like mm -hmm. people like Lil Mama don't keep that same energy when it comes to like male rappers or male directors mm -hmm. or in general, men, set content creators, men who sexualize women, men who objectify women and disrespect them. Like we're going to talk a little bit today, I think about that toxic masculinity Absolutely. culture and some of these, you know, podcasters and guys out here and kind of where's the criticism of that? It's only when mm -hmm. women want to, we want to express our sexualities online that she has a problem with it, but other men exploiting us. So it just was kind of interesting. Like you have the right to your opinion, little mama, but I think it just kind of rubbed people the wrong way. So she lost some cool points in my eyes on that. So I don't know, girl, what, what you're talking about, but. I just feel like, I don't understand why. I, I think she's a very conservative person in general in her, in her, in her life. 
I never um, knew that, but yeah, yeah okay. she, had some, she had some opinions about gay people not too long ago. I remember that, yeah, crass, yeah. you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like she is, in general, probably a very conservative person. I don't know what her mm-hmm. background is or whatever, but mm-hmm. she's very conservative. But gotcha. at the same time, I mean, honey, toxic masculinity, it, it hurts everybody, women and men, and she's feeding into it. So why, Absolutely why feeding into if, it. If, if, it don't, if it don't make you shit, then why are you worried about how people eat it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. How yeah, living their lives. If they're not bothering anybody, if they're not harming anyone, if they're right. not, you know, supporting anybody but themselves, then right. you know, I mean, that. Why do you care about what people are doing with their bodies? Why don't you put out an album? Why don't you right. put out some lip gloss? I mean, something. Right. Exactly. You know, instead of worrying exactly. about or do some another acting job, you're a good actress. Why don't you do some more acting. You know, instead it of just was a very annoying. It felt very pick me, as they say. It did. Like, what, what was the function of that? Like, what did mm-hmm. you get out of that? Because I'm sure that you have friends and family members in your life who maybe are being on social media and being provocative and sexy, mm-hmm. and it's like it's just it just came off as very preachy and judgmental. It was just disappointing. I don't very. know. But, but you reminded me though of how she does tend to err on the side of conservative, and I I had mm-hmm. forgotten about that. And I remember she did make some statements about the LGBTQIA plus community. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess this doesn't really come. And as I want to say she made some some statements about mask mandates and stuff like that too. So oh, I mean, goodness. she she yeah, child, she she has some issues. Regular know, little so Stacey Dash two point Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, but you forgot uh-huh. about the big story of the week, girl. What's um, the big Car- story? Car- Cardi B getting that one point two five million dollar settlement. Yeah, that blogger. was pretty shocking. I, I thought about that, but I, I didn't really know how to tie that into romance and color. But you know what? We should well, talk about it, that because it, we're it, social it, media it platform. It definitely ties in because the woman was talking about Cardi B's personal life. Oh, right. Talking about she had herpes and all this stuff, right? Yeah. 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 And might have given her kids Giving yeah. the kids STI. Talking about how she made her money as a prostitute basically that was really and, and blah 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 and it, it was mad she made it she made it up and it's one thing to kind of take a story that you've already heard and repeat it and of course use keywords like allegedly but when they dug deeper it really seemed like the woman had made this up and she mm-hmm. made it up for kind of just you know views and likes and all the things that people kind of go after on social media but like Cardi mm-hmm. B said, it was to the expense of her her livelihood, her family. She said she really didn't want to be intimate with her husband anymore. She said she became mm-hmm. suicidal over it. And I yeah. think that in this case, the judge really decided to set an example on these platforms, you know, news platforms, blog, media platforms, where people are blatantly lying. I don't know. People think that celebrities and personalities are... I guess and don't have feelings and that you feelings, can just say yeah. anything. Yeah, so I mm. think that a good example was set. I don't think that blogger expected to lose. I'm not sure how she's going to pay Cardi B this one point. <laughs> what million this. is it? <laughs> one how does that two, work wow. when you're just an average Joe Schmo and maybe make Ooh, low six figures? I, you just have a payment plan I, I for the guess. rest of your life? I you know? It. So I It'll guess she'll broke. pay her little three fifty a month to Cardi B who doesn't need the money. <laughs> However, she needed to take a stand. Um, right. I hope that Cardi B doesn't let her off and say, I don't need the money, girl. You know, you could just, I just wanted you to learn a lesson. Let her pay for mm-hmm. a little bit, let it sting. And then maybe she can let her off the hook because right. I, I want right. the lesson to be learned. That's first and foremost, but we don't need to bankrupt, bankrupt anybody. Um, right. but yeah, what she did was wrong. And I think that other platforms will take heed 
um, mm-hmm. before spreading malicious gossip that you know is not real. Like that, that just, you know, it's not real. It's yeah. And I really yeah. believe Cardi when she says she was in such a dark place and, you know, with just mental health is already so fragile with the pandemic. And, mm-hmm. you know, we learned recently this week about Regina King's son, you know, dying. Oh, to yeah. Like, yeah, that was really, really devastating. And I just feel like when people do things like that, they're not really thinking about the feelings and emotions of, you know, what their words or how their words might be impacting someone. Um, mm-hmm. It's just really, really sad. So, and yeah. so, you know, condolences, of course, to, Re- to Regina King and her family mm-hmm. on the loss of their son. But yeah, yeah. You, you can't be acting ugly and doing that. So that, that blogger really learned an expensive lesson. And she was seemed like she was on her platform bragging and not taking it seriously and using, you know, Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. But I was shocked when she won. That is the biggest story of the week, girl. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what direction it was going to go in, but I'm glad it went in that direction. Mm-hmm. A lesson for crazy. Yes, yeah, a lesson. Don't 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 make up lies that you you know don't you know write a check. Your ass can't yeah. cash. You literally can't Based, cash literally, this check. <laughs> literally, you literally cannot cash this check, honey. I don't know what she's gonna do. She's gonna be on food stamps and ramen. For the rest I of her life, trying to pay this. Ooh, I go can't write imagine. Them, them Google AdSense coins and whatever she gets as a. You know, and and, a, and a, all the while, all the while, giving a uh, little culture her uh, little mm-hmm. college fund or whatever it is. <laughs> whatever exactly. It is. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, goodness. What a mess. But anyway. You all, we'll be right back and we'll talk about this week's topic, which is Toxic Podcast and Alpha Boys. We'll be right back. All right, everyone, we are back. And so this week's podcast, we're going to talk about, actually podcast, and talk about a toxic podcast and the alpha boys who run them. So I decided to call follow them, follow them religiously. Mm-hmm. Yes, who, and they follow them religiously, like the and, the, and the ones who follow them religiously. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. So, what spurred this whole topic was I don't know if you all have heard, but um, Brittany Renner, who I'm, I'm going to be very frank with you, I, I am not on her side when it comes to anything. <laughs> um, well, but, give us a little know, background for people who aren't familiar. So, Brittany Renner is an Instagram model. Uh, fitness, whatever, whatever influencer who was with uh, a basketball player, PJ Washington. Um, and she was she's significantly older than him. Okay, so I think you know part of the reason why I, I'm not a big fan of her is because I feel like her behavior is a little bit predatory toward PJ. Um, as far as you know, getting his attention and stuff like that. But at the same time, Brittany understands her. Uh, we can her 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 currency her her beauty and currency and capital and how to mm-hmm. use it in order to get what she wants okay no 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 shade in that um but no you know, certainly yeah it's like, but, but it's a young impressionable boy fresh into the nba and basically basically she's with him about a year and a half bam they had a baby he cheated on her they broke up whatever so she goes on this podcast which is called with dj academics who is a clown in himself um, and goes on the podcast with him and he's hosting these other two clowns named Fresh and Fit who are, oh my God, the epitome of toxic masculinity. They feel like women are nothing. There's nothing mm-hmm. special about women. 
you know, all women are good for basically what's between their legs and not between yeah. their brains. Mm-hmm. Um, men should assert dominance, all this other stuff. And they sell courses to, oh. to for these men, these incel type men, and we put it to you that way, who probably sitting at home and got no woman, living in their mama basement, mm-hmm. five feet, three inches tall with Napoleon complexes, mm-hmm. who want to get women. Um, and they selling them these thousand dollar courses on how to w- talk to women, oh. approach women, and stuff like that. So anyway, meanwhile, they're, they're had, promoting that women only lack. We kind of lack value outside of our sexual. Sex we appeal. like value outside of our sexual appeal, gotcha. and that all okay. women want is money okay. and blah 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 blah. Wow. Um, and so I get I get to that argument a little later. But Brittany came on the podcast and was like, "How dare!" And they had been talking about Brittany and saying bad things about her. When she got in their face, they didn't have nothing to say. They choking up. Uh, 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 no, they wow. got nothing to say. Because she's like, okay, I'm in your face. What's up? You know what I mean? Like, you telling me I'm not special. How dare you tell me I'm not special? I'm surprised they choked up because that type of man, that type of toxic. They they, they tried. They They tried. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, they the tried right to flip it any other that. kind of way and said, well, mm-hmm. well, men aren't men aren't meant to be monogamous. You see here, and I think one guy's African. Um, I think one guy's like East African and one is West African, I think. Okay. And so they're like, well, um, of, of, of that descent, rather. Or are they Caribbean? I don't know. I don't really give a shit. But they, <laughs> they were talking about how, um, you know, in America, you know, you all pride monogamy so much. Who cares? You know? My, my my father, my grandfather had three, four wives, blah, 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 blah. But what they failed to realize is that those men provided for those three and four wives or whatever. Yet at the same time, they're upset that women want to be provided for. Right. Which so one anyway, is, you know, you want to take some parts of that. Right, right, part. right. But not the whole part. Yeah. So anyway, she got in their face and was talking about how, how dare you not say that I'm special. I'm special to somebody. I have value. If I don't have value, I have value to myself. How dare I not want to have financial protection and covering, especially sure. if I'm in a relationship with somebody. This wasn't just me fly by night and being with somebody. I was in a relationship. Well, you should have known. You know, he's an NBA player. She said, no, I shouldn't have. Why should him being an NBA player mean yeah. automatically that he's going to cheat on me? That's not right. true. So right. everybody is not built that way. So you're painting, just as you're painting women with a broad brush, you're painting men with a broad brush. Absolutely. So, you know, they were going back and forth. And it made me think about how men like him and the Kevin Samuels and all this stuff oh, devalue women so much yeah. to the core of what we have between our legs. Yeah. But yet, but yet instead of a woman said, okay, fine, you want pussy. And I'm being very graphic. You want pussy, pay me. They don't want to pay you. Yeah. If you want, if you wanted to be a well, right. legalized, legalized prostitution and pay me, yeah. you know what I mean? Pay me what you owe me. You know what I'm saying? Pay me with the gifts. Pay me with the time. My time is money. Me laying yeah. in that bed on my back is money. Me doing all this stuff is money. Right. You know, the, the, let me tell you something. The girls are out here flying to Dubai and getting the money from yeah. these dudes who want the sex, who want this and want yeah. the sex. No, no, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, that's not my ministry. And I wouldn't go to the depths of what some of them chicks are doing. God knows what kind of sexual stuff they might be doing. Do, but, yeah. at the same, but at the same time, they get money. They know yeah, the exchange. They, yeah. they know the exchange rate. 
Yeah, I mean, I've always been someone who I have a respect for the sex industry, you know, while it may not be something that, right, I Mm -hmm. personally choose to do, I feel like Mm -hmm. for some people that is the option, that's what they want to do, and it's legal, and it's, I mean, I just feel like Mm -hmm. it's your body, and you can do whatever you want with it, Mm -hmm. but I I just kind of wanted to comment on, I just, that podcast you described, I'd never heard of them. But mm-hmm. it's like it's one thing to be kind of a podcast, you know, for men. You are bashing women and giving your opinions on things. But what I what really really bothers me, and you mentioned his name, but it's the podcasters, these men who kind of are posing as relationship gurus, relationship experts, right? And right. they're out there supposedly wanting to help women in relationships, help women mm-hmm. be accountable in their relationships, and understand maybe why mm-hmm. they're not getting the man of their dreams. But they're doing so at the kind of they're doing so by exploiting us. They're doing so by mocking mm-hmm. us, and kind of while the world watches on in amusement, kind of diminishing us. And so that was that kind of reminds me of more like Kevin Samuel style, because he probably wouldn't mm-hmm. align himself with this first podcast you described, but he's just doing as much or probably more damage because he has this. I think, I, I, honestly, I think he might. I think he might align. He might not. Oh, it's, it's okay. the way you say it. It's, it's the okay. way you say it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The, well, you, the way you're, the way they're saying things like, "Oh, you're ugly, you're this, you're that, you're fat, you fat, black." Well, that's and, on and, and that's the Kevin fit. Samuels style. Fat, yeah, same thing. Fat, black, dark skin. You ain't gonna yes. get nobody. You know yes. what I'm saying? Same, you're same stuff. You know, yeah. we don't date. We don't date the darkies. We don't date the the black women. We don't date. Yeah. You know, we might do a light a light skinned woman. Yeah. But we go, they said they said that, and so they Brittany was like, similarly." He ranks mm-hmm. his get. He, he has guests on the show, right? These women who voluntarily mm-hmm. go on his show, mm-hmm. oh, and he has a cool. term. He calls it your sexual marketplace value, and he mm-hmm. has a rating system. And he ranks us women based on our attractiveness in terms of height, weight, dress size, physical features. So a a, a dime piece for him, a ten would be a woman who's maybe in her twenties, no children. She's five foot four. She's 120 pounds. I don't know if he talks too much about complexion on his show. I don't, you know, I try to avoid it. Like I said to you, sometimes mm-hmm. excerpts mm-hmm. and clips come across my TikTok mm-hmm. and it's just, I'm mm-hmm. so, it's so morbidly fascinating. I can't tear my eyes away. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I haven't heard him talk too much about colorism, but I'm sure that's in there when he's rating these women. Oh, I'm just sure. Be, be smarter mm-hmm. than to say it aloud, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he absolutely is letting women know that we need to kind of lower our expectations for attracting a high quality or valuable man if we aren't a certain weight or a certain height or a certain size, you know, and and it's just really disgusting um, that he's advising women to settle for quote average men. And he even, and to me, he's demeaning men in the process Mm -hmm. because an average man who is not a high quality man is, I think he considers like a high quality man, someone who is making like 10,000 a month. So he's making a couple, you know, six figures several times over a year, which is, mm-hmm. which is not the norm, which is not the average median income for a black, a man, black man, a quality no. black man. But it's no. kind of like, if you want this super rich quality black man, you know, you got to be X, Y, Z. And if not, then you don't deserve that. And don't have one or two children because then you're definitely kind of like damaged goods. I think he even uses that expression. Um, mm. He's a piece of work, this Kevin Samuels. I'm yeah. glad that, go back to the podcast you described, I'm glad that she got on there and was able to kind of um, read them for filth and represent herself in a 
in a, in a respectable, mature yeah, and like, and yeah, and like I said, yeah, and like I said, I I am not going up for Britney. I feel like, like I said, mm-hmm. something she's done is a little is a little much. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, when she went to JSU, she's I think she's an alum of JSU. She had like an Instagram post like hide your sons or something like that. You know what I'm Ooh, saying? Jesus. Like it was it was it was <laughs> too a much. predator. Um, That's yeah, and then she and then yeah. and then Deion Sanders invited her because um, he's coach at JSU. Um, invited her to talk to guys about avoiding women basically like her, okay. uh, which is which is so odd to me. That was so odd. But anyway, um, again, she is a woman who typifies that the cultural, uh, the, the 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 commodification of her looks, reification of her looks mm-hmm. to get what she wants. But at the same time, they couldn't say nothing. She was light skinned long hair, in shape, whatever, whatever the typical woman you would want. But at the same time, y'all tongue tied couldn't say nothing about her. So you're not special. Yeah. You know, ain't nothing special about you. She's like, I, I beg to differ. You know, yeah. I know I'm special, you know. Somebody I, I like think you're special, you know, stuff like that. How dare you think I'm not special? You know, yeah. and then what kills me is all of this. I don't know why these men can't keep black women's names out of their mouth. We don't be doing nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just mm-hmm. be minding our business, getting mm-hmm. degrees making money all this stuff they 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 glorify um the all oh, the relationships my grandparents had the relationships oh my, my parents had that again. you yeah. have you don't even know what kind of bullshit grandmama had to put up with yeah with her granddaddy yeah. all yeah. all the time trust me i i got you know my grandmothers i know i know they they went through some crap Oh, absolutely. So it just, it, it's it's just there's no way I would glorify their relationship, my parents' relationship. I'm not gonna do that. No, you know because not. I know I know it's not. It was people love to talk whole. about how back in the day the divorce rate right. was so low and the grandmothers and grandfathers nobody was leaving Women anybody. Yeah, that's no because agency. our grandmothers weren't speaking out against the domestic violence and the cheating and all the mental and they had zero agency they had zero agency and now that we can make our own money we can walk the fuck away we're not taking you know we're not gonna take it we're not taking it lying down and and because we value ourselves we know that we are high value women yeah you know so we don't we are the table we don't have to come and you asking us what you bring to the table i'm the table i'm the i'm the plate I'm the fork, I'm the food, I'm everything, okay? Yeah. You, you know, yeah. what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? And I, like, I, 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 I love to hear this woman and yourself and people who are saying that we are high value women because I feel yeah. like podcasters like Kevin Samuels, he's doing his best to, to diminish women and our value and make us feel like we're not high value women, to make us feel mm-hmm. like we're not quality, like we're not deserving of a quality mm-hmm. man. And it's kind of just so harmful, I think, because there are so many impressionable young and older men who are really, mm-hmm. like I said, kind of taking his words as the gospel. Um, and it's just so harmful, I think, to the community, you know, for him to pose is. as a relationship expert. By the way, he has no background in any kind of marriage or relationship mm-hmm. therapy, no psychology background, no gender related background. In fact, according to his LinkedIn, he studied chemical engineering and he had a bunch of sales roles before he kind of reinvented himself as this image consultant. And now he's like this relationship guru. So it's just just really fascinating to me how much he wants to kind of almost like just destroy Black women and align yeah. himself. I'm not sure who he thinks. He's another pick me. I don't know who mm-hmm. the he's trying to get, but white men and white people aren't interested in him and what he's saying. You know, it's mm-hmm. just for our community. It's just, it does so much damage. 
I, and, I'm it's, just, and it's, mm-hmm. it's like tearing down black women is sport now. It's yeah, it's for the world's sport. entertainment and, and amusement. Mm-hmm. People love it. You they know. love his show. They love to tune in. When he starts going in, I remember one episode I saw, he was comparing a black woman's physique to a NFL, um, the former NFL linebacker Emmett Smith claiming that her weight completely reduces her options for companionship. And he said, you're like a running back size. You could, you know, don't come up in here talking about what man you want. And, you know, how dare you come up in here talking about you want this, you want him to have this or that, you know, you, he, his quote, you should be so grateful that a high value man would pick you over a woman who is five, four, 120 pounds and a dress size four. You know, how dare you think that you are deserving of that? I mean, I just Hmm. cringe when I hear that. And I, I can't imagine these women who are agreeing to go on his show. I mean, for I what reason? Either. What are I you expecting when you go on the show? And why are you tolerating that and accepting that? I mean, it's I really masochistic, you know? I don't know. It is. And, I, and for the women who are going on the show, I, I, my heart aches for them because mm-hmm. I know it's out of desperation and loneliness and hurt and love. Yeah. They just like, want to be hear what he has to say. Maybe let me hear what he him. has to say. Maybe, maybe it's my fault. Baby girl, it ain't your fault. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has their faults. Yeah. I'll put you that way. But it's not completely your fault. Right. Um, you know, it, you know, who knows what kind of man you dealing with that need to go to fucking therapy and not listen to Kevin Samuels or Fresh and Fit or DJ Agadell, whoever the hell else yeah. it yeah. is. You know what I'm saying? Rarely, if ever, do we have black men who are uplifting women for the sake of just uplifting them and not having an ulterior motive. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, Cause he's really I, profiting off of this, this sexism, right. this racist narrative. It, it justifies the mistreatment of black women and why mm-hmm. when black women go missing or disappear, like, you know, that young lady very recently who had that bumble day yeah. and she, and she was dead the next day and the yeah. police rushed off the investigation. And it's like mm-hmm. this whole mockery, they wrote it off like an overdose and didn't properly investigate the crime scene and investigate this white man who she went out with. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Kevin Samuels doesn't realize the kind of damage, him and others, not to just focus on him, but when they diminish our value like that and reduce us to kind of just a sex symbol or just not important because we don't look a certain way, it's kind of like, this is why it's sending this message, this unconscious message to society that black women are nothing, that we're not valuable, mm-hmm. that we aren't worthy of mm-hmm. love, that we're not even worthy of life, you know? And, this and then I think about, and it, yeah, and I think about mm-hmm. that same situation and with that young lady and not hear, hearing black men say, what's her fault? She went out anyway. See, that's what right. she gets, for, that's what she gets oh. for looking for men with money, you know, and white that was men with money and blah, 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 blah. Right. And, who knows? They said it was an older happened. white man. He wasn't, he even wasn't that, that old. Older. He wasn't yeah. even that old. Like he it was, was just some sugar daddy. Yeah. He was not that old. Well, um, Kevin but you kind know, of really Ooh. kind of playing into that. He's really profiting yeah. off of the racist and sexist narrative that, you know, white society has always liked to depict. He's just feeding into it. They're, um, they're, and all these follow him. Yeah. Yeah. They're feeding off of the insecurities of black women and the insecurities mm-hmm. of black men, too. Because, you know, what do you do when women are outpacing you and, and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. You, just, you, need to, you need to step, as, as the words of RuPaul, step your pussy up. You know what I mean? Like, you, need to be, <laughs> yeah. you need to be doing what you need to do yeah. as a mm-hmm. brother to, to, you know, 
mm-hmm. get your thing together no matter what you know everybody can't be a rapper ball player you know what i'm saying yeah you know yeah. we need the engineers we need the doctors we need the we, we need the blue collar men who are also just hard working brothers absolutely too. you know what i'm saying we need yeah. that too but at the same time to be a decent kind human being takes yeah. zero effort you know what i'm saying zero effort for you to be Kind and then and then we've gotten to a point where society mocks men who are sweet and kind to women. Now yeah. you just calling now you're them just simps. Yeah. calling them simps, calling them calling them this that and the third. You yeah. know, whereas a quote real alpha man, you know, basically ghosts women until he's ready to talk to them. Oh, Put, you know, dangle dangles the carrot of a relationship yeah. or yeah. commitment in front of them to keep mm-hmm. playing the game. It's not a game. You yeah. know, these are people's lives that you're dealing with and livelihood that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a game. And I think that's the problem. Most people see relationships mm-hmm. and sexual interests and things like that as conquest and a game. And yeah. it's not a game. It, it's, that's that's a toxic way of looking at it. It is um, toxic. And, mm-hmm. and the fact that Black women are at the center of this, it's like mm-hmm. we're just disposable. Yeah, our self-esteem it directly impacts our self-esteem mm-hmm. to the point where we are relying on these fake relationship experts and there's a lot of them out there you know we talked about mm-hmm. Derek Jackson during his little um mm-hmm. his controversy but we're relying on these fake relationship experts who have no real expertise but they have so much to say about what black women need to do in order to get a man and and how we mm-hmm. can qualify quality man so it's just really really disgusting mm-hmm. what it is it's really disgusting <laughs> and honestly the only thing we can do to combat this is to first of all it's not for us to do as black women to do the work it's not for us to do the work it is for other black men right say, hey, partner you want absolutely it's kind of like racism at this point it takes white people to step up and join black lives matter which they've done they've been doing because that's when the change we're going to see the change it's going to take black Mm -hmm. men to come to our defense and say this is not okay and we cannot support Mm -hmm. this and this is not cool you know right kevin samuels you're wrong i am a quality man i'm a high value man and i love this woman who you know is divorced and blah 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 blah. all of the things that you said Mm -hmm. she wasn't deserving yeah, and I don't know. Just... I don't, and I don't know where they getting this idea that fat black women ain't finding love. Because I yeah. swear to God, on my on my timeline, every wedding I see is a plus size woman. Mm-hmm. She getting married, y'all. Absolutely. She getting married. She living her life. Absolutely. Looking like good. where is he from? It's such a Eurocentric standard of beauty. It when he said, when I read five four, one twenty pounds, and this and that, like what? Like, I, I don't know any black man who wants a waif. And that's no shade to my slim sisters. That's fine. Right, we all right. have our body types. But I just, every men all like different things. It's not like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Like, what? Right. I don't know. Maybe he's talking about the kind of black man who, when he becomes successful, he finds himself a white woman. Like, maybe that I type wants, if he wants a black woman. That, I, I don't know. That was just shocking to me. Yeah. Five foot one twenty is like Janet Jackson in her heyday. You know what I mean? Like, that's how that's, yeah, was she yeah, that slim? Okay, yeah, yeah, she was that, about that slim, but she was also muscles and Jenny yeah. had curves too. Yeah, you know what I mean, she was all muscle and curves. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where 
Just like a Jada Pinkett. I think that's what that is. Yeah, yeah. Right? Maybe Jada Pinkett. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe she might be five, four. I mean, she's like a size two. But but anyway, like that that might be your standard of beauty, Kevin. But you're not going to project that onto everyone because that's not all. Right. Right. I don't know. It's so much internalized hatred that he basically has. And that's what that is. He hates yeah. himself. I, I, does you, do you have a black mother, Kevin Samuels? Is she a high quality woman? Or would you say she's trash too? Like the women who you look in their face and tell them that. And they're sitting there giggling and thinking it's cute and looking self-conscious. Like, why did you agree to go on this show? He's mm-hmm. not a good person. He doesn't mm-hmm. care about really helping find a man. He's doing this for ratings. He's doing this for likes. He's doing this, you know, to continue to get more money in his pocket and embarrass you. And humiliate and the, you for the yeah, entertainment the same, world. Yeah, yeah, and the same thing about fresh and fit will have these white women on here who are clearly not allies, who are allowing him to sit there and talk about mm. other women, black women, whatever, in any type of way. And I've seen it time and time again on TikTok and this and the third, mm-hmm. where these white where these white women are clearly not allies, saying stuff like, "Oh, but I'm 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 you know I'm better than any." Um, I'm blacker than any black woman that he could get. Oh, good lord! Blah 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 blah, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, mm-hmm. it's so harmful, so mm-hmm. harmful. Yeah. To the you know to our the narrative of you know yeah people. Go, I, I'm I'm not against interracial relationship. You can mm-hmm. love who, who you love, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you don't have to tear black women down to love who you love. That's right. That's you know exactly what I'm saying. Right. Like we don't care. Like in, yeah. in the grand yeah. scheme of things, we just do not care. We have our own things going on. You know. Um, so it's it's not that deep. It's not yeah. that deep. But for for you to center your whole career around bashing black women is it just makes you wonder what their earlier early experiences were, what their experiences were with their, their mom, parents, with like, mom yeah. at home, was mm. she absent? Because that misogynist mm. mis- the definition of a misogynist is someone who hates women, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever reason that they have. And if you hate black women, you just it's very sad more than anything. I really feel sorry for you. Um mm-hmm. I just wouldn't just give it so much attention. It's just sometimes you just gotta ignore these people. But mm-hmm. there's just people who follow them like like it's the gospel. Yeah. It's just yeah. disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm hoping that in the end that these toxic podcasts will fade out and hopefully I hope so. Eventually really we'll get more men who are about the uplift of all not just black women but all women. Yeah. Um, but particularly us, because hell, we deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Again, it's hard work for us to do as black women. We've been uplifting each other. Um, but it's it's time it's time for the, the being in our lives in, in our circles to to you know step up. You know, they see it, they see the yeah. toxicity and they kind of brush it off. But it's time right. to stop and say, yo, man, that's not cool. That's not that's cool. Right. Don't talk about black women that way don't you have a black mom or you have a you know whatever whatever the case may be yeah um yeah. you know but it but it doesn't matter even if you don't have a, a black mom you could be a kid who grew up in the foster system whatever it is don't you mm-hmm. love humanity don't you love women yeah. in general you know yeah. for you to talk about somebody like that it's just it's yeah just, it's just hard man. but yeah we're not going to give them any more time and, and platform <laughs> But we want to definitely make you guys aware of how these people operate and to kind of be on the lookout for them and how, you know, we're hoping that there'll be a change. And honestly, through romance, through, you know, romance films, romance books, you know, hopefully those things like that will also change the narrative of what 
masculinity is and looks like too because that that's what's really at the center of it that's what needs to change our ideas of what um constitutes a masculine man so um yeah mm-hmm. um yeah so anyway but you, you know one, po- one one podcast that i really do love though <laughs> it's a mm-hmm. male one I, I may have talked about this before but mm-hmm. mj harris he's this guy he's a gay male and he oh, also yeah. kind of yeah yes. he's kind of you know kind of a little relationship expert i hate that 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 time. But you've you've listened to MJ Harris's podcast before, or his little video? Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen his video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he pops up on my Facebook feed, and I usually don't pay that any mind. But I listened to a couple, and then I ended up following him. He he's quite enjoyable, but he he's mm-hmm. kind of more than the exception than the norm. So yeah, but he's he's also gay. Yeah, you know his I mean? his like, perspective is so it's so open, so and it's kind of you're getting yeah. a woman's point of view and a man's. So yeah, 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 yeah. It makes yeah. the difference. I think he's yeah. quite he, the opposite of toxic masculinity. So yes, yes, yes. He knows what it's like to be on the margins. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He get, Absolutely. Yeah, he can talk about those things in a very sympathetic and open type of way. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's what it is. Men need to learn how to be sympathetic and open. And, yeah. And, and and it's okay to cry. It's okay to be vulnerable. And sure. It's, it's okay yeah. to you know express these feelings, so they don't know about that. They think it's in order to express their feelings, they need to bash people and bash other women, which is oh, not cool. Yeah. It's but not. Anyway, it's yeah. Not. Yeah. So yeah, we feel sorry for y'all, but we really? don't pray for y'all. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Y'all. Definitely. All right, you guys. We're gonna come back um, and talk about our watching, reading, and listening to romance uh, takes. So you all uh, stay tuned and come back shortly. So in this week's watching romance, uh, we talked a little bit last week about Vanish with Tatiana Ali on Lifetime. Let me tell you something. It was good. I oh my goodness, it. it was good. Yeah. Now you know you text me during it. I wasn't watching it live, so I said mm-hmm. I can't open her text because I don't want it to be a spoiler. Because I, I didn't get no spoilers. I was watching it live I didn't get too. I, right, I didn't right, get right. I when I looked but, afterward, I was like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, it but oh so my good. god, it was so good. She was she was really acting, showing her acting yeah. chops. Um, she did. I enjoyed did. it. Mm, I, I enjoyed I really it. Like how they did it. So I don't think this really ruins anything because you can see in the previews that you know it's kind of like that parent trap model where she pay, she plays her own twin sister. Um, yeah. But what I appreciated that it did it wasn't that they were in the frame for that long. So because uh-huh. I was kind of like analyzing it too much in the beginning uh-huh. like, oh, you know what I mean but it was yeah. just enough to kind of see them and their differences and their nuances and yeah. it really was was great I mean it I enjoyed good. it very much like you said I think we saw a different side of her it was yeah. a different type of role for her and I hope yeah. that she continues to get opportunities where she can expand her acting chops because we really yeah, enjoyed yeah. it kudos yeah, cause, yeah kudos to them for really I mean really stepping a game of this season yeah. with a lot of black movies and stuff like that I'm yeah. very shocked but this I one was good. Safe, safe, safe room was good last week. This yeah. Week, this week. And I think in, yeah. in a couple of weeks we'll have a single, single black female or whatever. Um, yeah. Oh with, my goodness. That was uh, with uh, Amber Riley and um, mm-hmm. and oh, uh, Raven Goodwin. So that's gonna yes. be super, yes, super yes. good. 
I cannot yeah, wait. Um, like just I said, back Black... to Vanish real quick. I also oh, want to yeah, say yeah. that I, I just really enjoyed Jasmine Guy in it. I always oh, liked yeah, her I forgot about getting that. roles. She looks great to me. You remember after A Different World, she kind of seemed to, to age rapidly. And, you know, the Black yeah. community, we really kind of let her have it. And I feel bad about that. But, you know, now <laughs> she really is older. And so it looks good on her, if that makes sense. Yeah. I but mean, you know, she went you know, through. She, she went. Great. Speaking of aging, she went through like a really terrible divorce and stuff like that. That don't take oh, a toll on you. you that's gonna really take relationships, a toll and you know, yeah. I think she's a smoker too. So a all lot of that, all, all yeah. of that, come come kind of make you look bad. Yeah, but but she but looks she, great. Her acting, she does. Yeah, she does. She was good. Yeah. It was good to see them two in a, in a, in a scene together, it was. you know? It, it was. was real good. But mm-hmm. I was really, really like... I, if they keep that coming, then 2022 is going to just be a great year. For yeah, they're going to have some good Cause stuff. Because they're starting strong, not, mm-hmm. honey. Mm-hmm. Lifetime, I mean, your Hallmark need to step up. Oh, they, they ain't doing we'll that holler at you at Christmas. Because yeah. <laughs> you... We'll holler at at Christmas, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it was, it was, it was not great. Friend. But yeah. I kind of predicted the end, though, because I was like, man, he did it. But, 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 yeah, I, I you know what it was? It. I was hoping that there was a twist, because Lifetime's been pretty good lately about twists, because like uh-huh. you said, about midway through, we were able to kind of guess that it was him, and mm-hmm. we haven't said who the him is, so we're not spoiling right. anything. But I was hoping for a twist, and when there was I was wasn't, hoping, like, felt, yeah. she, she, like, like, moved to another city or something like that it was like mm-hmm. hiding out and then she told mm-hmm. her why she was hiding out and then they yeah. both called him or something like that you know yeah, I mean? something, something like that some, yes yes yeah. yes i wanted something yeah. different at the end to surprise so remember like, that movie oh, with snap. uh what's that movie with our girl with, with megan good last yes, year yes, was, yes, was, yes 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 i wanted like something that. like that, that. yes yeah, that was so Yeah, good. that was a rip from the headlines one. Yeah. Yes, what was but, that called? Like, I found oh that about my own death. Death, fake my death, death saved, saved me. Death saved, saved my me. life. Yeah. But yeah, so I was, yeah. I was hoping she yeah. was going to do one of those things. Like, yes. she faked her death. Yeah. But she didn't. That. Because I'm like, dang. yeah, that, that made me sad that that was actually <laughs> the reality. That, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But it was, yeah. it was really good and stuff. It was I like I liked her going into kind of like the seedy nightlife that she wasn't accustomed to. That was, <laughs> that was funny. It was entertaining. She was so yeah. unnatural. She really she was. was. Feeling it. She was like, oh, hey, girl. I was like, oh, girl, no. <laughs> I don't remember anything. I was so twisted. I don't remember the thing. What did I do again? <laughs> <laughs> Lifetime's funny. depiction of like that underbelly culture and drugs. That was funny. But yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was definitely a must watch. So if you missed it, you know, they'll be re airing it probably this mm-hmm. weekend. So check it yeah, out. Probably this weekend, yeah, probably mm-hmm. yeah. What else did you and, watch this week? Um, I, I started Too Hot to Handle season three on Netflix. Y'all, it's mm-hmm. a mess. That's all I got to say. It's a mess. I also tried watching Married at First Sight. I, I can't do it no more, y'all. As much as I love Married at First Sight, I just can't do it. Yeah, that was it your the... joint at one point. I feel like the experts are failing black women time and time again. Okay. And I feel like they're not listening to the needs that they're saying that they really, really want. Okay. Um, and they're pairing up people for ratings and, and toxic people for ratings. And okay. one day it's gonna blow back in their face. Somebody gonna get hurt okay. um, doing that. But but I, I, they need to stop. They need to really, really stop and reevaluate. Maybe take a break from the show for a minute and, and really okay. think about it. Um, but I, I couldn't I couldn't do it. Um, but too hot to handle is hilarious. It's, it's a funny show where uh, people uh, there's a big pot of money 
and if you all start fooling around with people on the island the, the pot goes down by ten thousand oh. or whatever it is by each act you do a kiss is worth this the wow. hug is this this and a third it keeps going down 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 what well, do they know that they're not supposed to be doing people. that yeah they know but they know then they why know, are they, they not they able to control around. themselves for the money because there's a bunch of hot people on the island it's oh, super hot sexy people on the island, they just like, ooh, I, I like her. Do you him. think you I like could control yourself if there was mad money to get at the end? For, I yeah, yeah, you control myself. I guess you're young. I'm sure they have liquor flowing. I guess they, they put exactly. all ways to entice you and stuff. That's crazy. Exactly. That, yeah, I know they we have also talked game. about Oh, go ahead. They have the game. You know, I was gonna say they have the games where they have to get close. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's like girl, no. Yeah. They do everything they can to push you together. No, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I know that we both mentioned that we might be thinking about watching. I think it's Keeping Up with the Joneses. That's Vivica's new uh Yeah, I, we, I, so, so, so check it. I caught up with the whole thing. Oh, I uh, haven't the, seen it. Is it. Has it already all aired and stuff? And what I, I watched all three episodes, Gary, back to back. When, okay. when, um, they, and I don't know if it ended. or I don't know. Wait a minute. A is it a short series? How, what do you mean you watched all three? I don't know, I don't know if it's a... I, it was, it like was a mini series? I guess it was like a mini series, girl. I thought but it was a whole what makes I you think it's it? over. Was it good? Was it girl, it was good. The whole thing was good. It was three okay, episodes. Well, oh, maybe it was like a three part movie then type of thing. Well, I think I'm it was a three part thing. Okay. It was maybe it was good. a pilot. Even season, like if it does well, yeah. maybe they'll pick it up. I'm for thinking, a I'm run. thinking so. I'm thinking so. I even had Jay watch me. He was like, "Oh, I didn't expect that twist at the end." Oh, so it, was, it was actually good. It was good. It came okay. on right before it vanished. Well, um, so it was good. Mm. It was good. Yeah. So um, and then, yeah, and then I watched um, the Royal Treatment on Netflix. Really cute little romance. Okay. Um, about a guy who's a prince who needs a hairdresser for his wedding. Okay. And he falls in love with a girl from like New York, from like Queens or somewhere, like sort of like the nanny. <laughs> and uh, she uh, goes and flies out and, and cuts his hair and gives him like a whole new look and everything. And he starts falling okay. or whatever. But it's mm-hmm. super cute. My only gripe with Netflix Netflix, there are 5,100 black YA books out there, yeah. black fantasies, black YA books. Yeah, Indian, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Tap these. I'm tired of seeing the same freaking stories over That's and over. Although the the the, the uh, prince was a person of color, I believe he was a uh, Pakistani. Um, but still, y'all, we got plenty yeah. of black white, plenty of black exactly. romance books. Y'all could tap a series because I'm tired. Because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm listen, listen. I'm ready for Bridgerton. I'm ready for. Oh my god. You know, oh, oh, and oh, oh, there's another show that'll, that'll also fill our Bridgerton love on HBO Max, The Gilded Age. Oh, it has okay. black people in it. It has uh, Audrey McDonald oh. in it and stuff like that. So, yes, we're going to get into that. I, I'm going to watch it this weekend. Okay. And I'm going to come back and talk to okay. y'all about it. That it's The Gilded Age. I think we're going to like it. It's about uh, like early 1900s uh, New York and, and the elite and the free blacks and the elites and all that stuff and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and stuff about the industrial revolution and all that stuff so I think it's going to be good but I'm ready for Bridgerton I'm ready for Love oh, is Blind and, and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it's, it's a couple things that I'm interested in I, I don't mm-hmm. know although this is not a romance Ozark I need to finish <laughs> oh Ozark <laughs> that's a good anything one with, anything with drugs and killing I'm going to watch but um, yeah I, I got to watch that but yeah um 
I think I'm ready for I'm ready for the true romances to come. I really wish y'all would just tap into these black romances and and, and yeah, make I'm just exactly. tired. So many I'm good really stories tired. out there that just could be told because it's yes. been successful when they've done it. So I'm still hoping they do Sweet Tea a movie out of that because I know that was. Oh, that was, I hope they do that, that at Hallmark. So they better. They they don't. They they're fools. Quietly. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, That'd they're fools nice for not doing it. Reveal or something. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if you watch this show but it comes out net, um april i mean excuse me february 4th but it's a series sweet magnolia um I've on it, but i've never watched it excellent show oh never mind i'm thinking it's still magnolia my bad no go ahead it's based on a series of books but it's okay with heather headley in it about a southern oh. town and these three I girlfriends and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah yeah i love heather headley so that's the reason why i watched it yeah, but it's yeah, good. She mm-hmm. yeah it's good and they film it here in atlanta so i and i've seen actually seen my side of town where they okay. film it. i've seen them filming over here and stuff mm-hmm. um but yeah it's so so cool but anyway those are some things i'm looking forward to mm-hmm. um and listening well in reading romance on y'all i've been i've been obsessively trying to <laughs> Mm-hmm. Listen to audiobooks. Uh, in addition to the people who are coming on the podcast in the next couple of weeks, um, their books that are coming out, uh, Aisha Wildland, um, uh, Tuna Wheatland, and Mia Heiselman, the, the books that are coming out. I've been listening mm-hmm. to, this is not a Black romance, but I've been listening to this series, the pre-series by Sierra Simone. Lord have okay. mercy. It's, it is literally the dirtiest thing I've ever listened to in oh. my whole life. <laughs> like, and the man's really? voice is so damn good. It is so sexy. So mm-hmm. I, I think I'm finishing up Saint, which is okay. about a guy who was a priest who left the who left his boyfriend um, okay. to become a priest. But then the okay. boyfriend finds him and Lord have mercy. It's it's Oh, honey, it was it was very very um naughty. <laughs> kind of like a... <laughs> oh, oh man, naughty. like sound but... of music with the dirty version. <laughs> Lord him out of that comment like Maria. <laughs> Take off oh, that cloak and come on home, daddy. Maria, imagine Maria with her with her habit hiked up around her, 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 her get 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 it from the back or something. You know, just imagine that. <laughs> Oh God! Place. It was—it's dirty, but um, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I moved on to center, which is the next. I think it's the last. No, I'm actually backwards. I'm actually mm-hmm. moving backwards. So I'm going to the second one, which is center. Okay, Miss, um, I'm not reading as much anymore. You just can't. I know, help I'm not reading. It's, <laughs> it's so I'm, good. I'm huh? I know. I know. Oh, but I'm listening, to the, I'm listening to the audiobooks as okay, I work. Okay, that's so good. <laughs> that's different. You know, I have that's my headphones in. Yeah. I'm listening to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But anyway, speaking of listening, I hope again, I hope you all were able to catch me on the tall, dark, and uh fictional podcast with Cat and B. We had a good time talking romance stuff. They were laughing at my whole thing about uh what is my uh personal kryptonite, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I really enjoy it, stuff like men in black turtlenecks and you know, guys mm, with like gaps in their nice. teeth and and, and stuff like that, and cardigans, and all that good stuff. Anyway, my crazy, mm-hmm. craziness. Yeah. But they enjoyed it, I, I, and they enjoyed me and my craziness. And uh, <laughs> I hope I can go back on that soon. And hopefully, I, I have a project to promote and talk about <clears throat> eventually. Uh, but we talked writing stuff too, um, so which was awesome. 
But I also listened to a podcast uh, over the week, which was The Rom-Com Room with Kendra and Mercedes. Okay. I just listened to a snippet of what they're going to be doing. It's, it's going to be premiering in the next couple of weeks. But I listened to a snippet of what they plan on doing uh, soon. And I really mm-hmm. enjoyed their kind of focus or whatever. So be on the lookout for The Rom-Com Room with Kendra and Mercedes. Okay, what about you, Yukini? Anything you're listening to or reading or whatever, whatever? Um, you can, just recommending the MJ Harris uh, video podcast because I enjoy it and I think it's a breath of fresh air. So I guess if I had to make a recommendation, that's a pretty good one because he's very candid about his love life and very honest about mistakes he's made and triumphs and being hurt and finding love. And he really gives mm. really great advice. And I really am not a fan of people giving advice, but he gives it in kind of like a big brother type of way. So he he's fantastic. So if you haven't checked out MJ Harris, he's very entertaining and give him a listen. That's it. And he's raising his nephew too, right? Yes. He's, so if yeah. you want to kind of get into the content that I talked about, you'll kind of need to go back a year or more. He has so many good videos. Most recently this past year, he has like taken on his nephew and he's raising him like a son. So now it's kind of a different type of video and it's nice. I don't listen to him as much now, but just to hear him Mm -hmm. kind of dish on the relationship stuff and you need to go back a little bit, but he has so much in his, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's a great counter to what we were talking about. It is. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you guys, see you all next week uh, when we come back with the podcast. Who the Lord knows what we're going to talk about next week. Um, but I know she's I know she's not listening to this because she's too young. But happy birthday to my baby. She'll be six tomorrow. Happy um, birthday and so, to you again. Yeah, she'll be six tomorrow. We're going to take her to eat her favorite, which is Alfredo. So Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. You want Alfredo. So we're going to have Alfredo for her. So anyway, good night, everybody. We will see you all next week. Bye, guys. Have a safe week. All right. Bye. Bye.